Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast. I'm your host, Demi, and this is my first guest. Kaylin. Hey, y'all. Okay. Truth Be Told, we already just did this, and I didn't <laughs> I didn't press record on my audio on my computer for my, like, when I do it on Spotify and stuff. So, y'all, we already said this stuff, but we're going to say it again. So, this is Kaylin, my first guest. Go ahead and tell your truth again. Okay, so I tore my Achilles in college and I walked on and made the team, but I tore my Achilles so I never got to play. Okay. And I was telling her that that's crazy because me and Des, literally this week we're talking about Achilles tears because we watch um, Real Housewives of Atlanta and we watched the episode where Drew tore her Achilles <laughs> On in the fake track meet, and then we were talking about um, I don't know if y'all watch UFC, but his name is John Jones, and he tore his Achilles at the house, like walking down the stairs. It's the worst yeah. injury. And it's I feel like, recovery. wait, did you recoup? I did, but <laughs> it was a long, long recovery, and okay. I feel like it's not the same anymore. See, that was the thing we were talking about how like regular people who tear are basically screwed because you don't get like the hardcore like rehab that yes. professional athletes get and once you tear it's kind of like you said it's never it's the whatever, same. Yeah. It's never the same. But okay. Now that we have said that again we are going to get into our icebreaker questions. I'm going to be doing this every time I have a guest just to get the conversation like really flowing. So I have five questions. She's going to answer them and I'm also going to answer them. So first question is, what do people misunderstand about you? That I'm really passionate about things and that comes out in my emotions. So when I'm happy, I'm overjoyed. When I'm sad, I'm in the trenches. When I'm upset, I'm probably crying and screaming. It's no like happy medium. It's either this or it's going to be that. So I think people kind of feel like that's a little bit too much. But it's just because I care a lot. doesn't matter what relationship I have with you or what, whatever. If I, can, if I can help, I will. And it's probably going to be with some passion. Okay. So. And... I think that like, I don't know if you watch basketball. Yeah, you just said you play basketball. Russell Westbrook. Soccer. Soccer? That was soccer. That's soccer? Oh my. Yes. Mm. I know, right? You okay, that's different. See, I assume basketball. Okay, soccer. Mm-hmm. But nah, I don't know if y'all watch basketball, but like, I feel that's how Russell Westbrook is. People, he is so passionate yes. about the game, yes. but people mistake his passion for like him being mad, aggressive, and like super angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I think he just really loves basketball and, and, yeah, and wants to win. And it come across as like, ah, I'm so angry. Like, exactly. But it's like, no, he just loves the game. So something that people misunderstand about me is that I am a mean person. And I think the people who know me the best, they know that I'm not like I'm low key, super passionate. I care about like, like you said, if like if you're my friend, you're my brother, my parents. Like, if I have a relationship with you, I really care. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm not mean at all. Like, I will literally do anything for. I'm not gonna say anybody. For most people, <laughs> for most people, I will literally do anything if I can. And yeah, I'm not mean. You get to know me. I'm really nice. Like, right, you just met yes, me. Yes, we literally just, just met, met today. right now. <laughs> and I'm cool, but 
Yeah. So second question is, if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Probably stop trying to be a white girl. <laughs> and I know this sounds crazy, but I grew up in a predominantly white town with, in, with a lot of white people in the schools and the black boys didn't they wasn't feeling me and the white boys they weren't feeling me so of course you just naturally try and fit in and i did that for years to the point where i almost got to college it was like who who am i really so if i wish i would have known that it was okay to be me and okay to be black at the time because i definitely didn't okay See, like when I went to elementary up until elementary all the way up until fifth grade, I went to like a predominantly black school. Mm -hmm. I'm from East Texas, so Tyler, okay. North Tyler. So I went to school in that area and then we moved to White House, funny name, okay. predominantly white. And I literally went from having all black friends to having to adjust to having all white friends because I was in what they call the GT program. So gifted mm -hmm. and talented for the smart kids. And there were no black people yep. in that program. So I had to hang out with all white people. Mm -hmm. And it was to the point to where they, I'm not even going to lie. I don't even know why they quit talking to me, but it was around that time Obama became president oh. or it was like running. They kind of like slowly quit inviting me to stuff. Mm -hmm. But then I also slowly started to gravitate towards black people. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I got to high school, like I was still as smart, but I quit taking yes. AP classes and stuff. Not like nothing against not black people, <laughs> but I quit taking those classes because there was never any black people in those classes besides yes. me. And then my like now best friend club. So it was like a handful of black people in those classes. And I'm like, I always just feel so isolated and like, and then spotlight. Anytime mm. some blackness came into the room. Oh, mm. how do you feel about it? I don't feel no way about it. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. So <laughs> if I could give my 18 year old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Mine would probably be. Honestly, I don't know. Oh, actually, I do. Try harder. So I have always been one of those people. Like I said, I'm really smart. Like it has never taken any like, effort. Same. I never have to put like really any effort in school. And if I would have put effort in, I probably would have made straight A. Like got scholarships and I had all these student loans like I talked about last episode. Mm -hmm. And that's just for anything that I do, though. I feel like I kind of just like halfway do stuff. Yeah. And it still be great. Exactly. So I'd be like, okay, <laughs> okay well, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then I also have like, and then when I do stuff, because I didn't put like full effort in, I'm like, uh, did this suck or was it good? And then I'll, obviously the feedback always was like, oh, that was great. Like it took me two weeks. Like, girl, I literally just did that okay. last night. At the last At minute. At the last <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> At the last minute. But thank you. So yeah, my advice to myself would be like, Put in some effort. Try harder at the things that you are passionate at. So, question number three. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I think I'm an introverted extrovert, Same if that makes sense. sense. Naturally, I'm not going to jump out and be your bestie. I'm just not going to do it. But I'll warm up to the people unless I'm not feeling the group of people that I'll stay secluded in my zone. But I'll 
the extrovertedness comes out if the if I feel comfortable around, around the, people. the people. Yeah. So I'm pretty much the same. So introvert in the aspects of like I love to be at the house. Like I don't. I'm not a fan of like going anywhere mostly because I don't like to take the effort to like get dressed, put on makeup, get cute. And I feel like anytime you go somewhere, it's always like you gotta be extra. Like if it's I can just go somewhere life. and put on like t-shirt jeans like that's what i want to do i'm happy with that but then when it comes to like you said when i really like like the people i'm with i will talk to you all day i can have fun Mm -hmm. but like in this season in my life i'm trying to be a little bit more extroverted like trying to meet new people like hang out with new people it's because i it is i feel like what is it you see people that be like no new friends like no i'm like I don't really want to be like that. But I, I feel either. like I'm only 28. So it could be so many people out there that I have not, like, because I just stick to the people I know. Like, I literally went to college. And all of my friends are from the same city that I grew up in. I didn't meet. Oh, we went to, she went to UNT, too. That's, yeah, she. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I never took the time out to, like, meet new people while yes. I was on campus. Like, same. I have only hung out with. A select few. <laughs> Yes, like, I'm like, that's really crazy, because here I am, 28, my mama always is like, you can meet new people, like, you should try to, like, you know, meet people there, and here I am, meeting new people, so, kudos to that. Yes. Question number four, if you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you write about? Damn, (laughs) that's a good question, because I ponder about way too much. Um, probably, um, the importance of sleep. Mm, I need that book. Because I think people don't understand. <laughs> we need sleep. We can't skate by on three, four hours of sleep, seven, eight days in a row. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. And I need people to value that more and figure some stuff out so they can get sleep. sleep. Because I, it's too much. We'll talk about that later, but it's it's a lot. So I don't know if you just seen my Instagram post. I today's Friday, so it might have been Wednesday. I posted. I miss sleep. Like I before I had a kid, I was like nap queen. Like I'm turning <laughs> my fan on full yes. blast as soon as I get off of work closing the blinds so the room can be dark and I'm taking a nap. Mm-hmm. And now since I have a kid, what is nap? Like, what is sleep? <laughs> what is sleep? I wore my fitness band to bed the other night and like the whole time I was in the bed, it registered as me being in like in a very light sleep. So when I do sleep, it's kind of like one of those. It's not deep. It's not deep. I can just like pop up. Yeah, and act like I never would sleep. So yeah, that would be a good book. I need to read it. If I had to write a book, I would write about the scam of insurance. Listen, <laughs> and I scamming in general. Yes, I as an adult, I I got I keep getting these like bills from a year ago when I had a baby, and I'm like, we pay all this money a month for insurance, and exactly. I still got to give y'all more money, and then if I don't pay y'all, you send me two collections, and so it's like sometimes I really y'all this is bad, but I really envy sometimes people who 
don't got insurance and they can get Medicaid and they don't have to like worry about, I mean, the doctors might be more trash because they don't actually, you not they're not getting paid like right away, like with insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that sound bad, but no, that's what I'll write about. The scam, not even the scams of insurance, scams of adulthood. No, because <laughs> credit scores, scams, it's a scam. It's we're a scam. trillions of dollars. In debt. Why are you worried about my credit score? Yes. That's... I I called my mama. That must have been last month. They switched my student loan provider over and it dropped my score so much. And I would call her in shambles. I'm like, my credit score dropped 40-something points and I'm trying to get a house next year. And then thank God it went back up. Jesus heard me. Because I was really like in shambles and like my day was ruined. I'm like, they really trying to scam me. I've been yes. working so hard, paying these bills on time, exactly. paying my credit cards down just for y'all. Nah. So that's what I would write a book about. Next question. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Um, probably if I could be remembered for one thing. Um, just how I was an asset to people, not necessarily a liability. I know that's cliche, but I mean, when people, when I move on, I want people to think like, damn, she did this. She was this for me, this, this for me. And hopefully it'll inspire them to pay it forward to someone else. And it's just a chain and it's a little bit of Kaylin everywhere. So okay. I think this. I like that answer. I like that. <laughs> like that. If I could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Uh I would like people to remember me as the person who always gave them like an honest, non-biased opinion. People need that. Yes, and people take that for granted. They do. <laughs> I definitely do. Because my mama is the same way. Really? Mm -hmm. My mama is. My mama is like straightforward, tell it how it is. And that's how I try to be like with the people like that I surround myself with. Like I don't want to look at, I try to look at things from like all perspectives. Mm -hmm. Like even if I don't know the other person, like if you come to me and be like this, 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 and this, I'm like, okay, so what? Like, come on. I need to hear all, the whole story. Yeah. And I want to be able to give my honest unbiased opinion and my truth about whatever it is so yeah remember me for being honest and the last question is what's the biggest challenge you're facing in your role um business or project you're working on and how are you tackling it so it could be with your regular job i know you was doing the skincare which i seen you put on there that's so it's so many things that I could say. I'll zone in on my own and say with skincare and learning how to be a business owner, I would say I'm fighting the economy <laughs> because yeah. times are different right now. Times are really hard right now. So um, the once pandemic juice that we had, we don't have it anymore. And I was really successful during that time so now i'm at the point where things are different and i have to just wait it out i go back and forth about it maybe i don't need to do this maybe i do maybe i don't maybe i do 
but I'm trying to work through it by um, just continuing to make products for myself and reminding myself of like, this is something that I really like to do. This is something I'm passionate about. Um, It's just not something that the masses may need right now. But that don't mean that you don't need yeah. it. That don't mean you need to quit and not work on your craft. So I'm I'm dealing with that in regards to skincare. Okay. And I feel like in that, like that specific topic or just like being an entrepreneur in general, I'm always like, I have other people that I know that are entrepreneurs and I'm just like, push forward with it because you, you see people out here getting rich like really? it's crazy like i feel like we it is time like the economy right now is trash but then also it's people out here really every day like grinding just grinding and then getting like you wake up one day and it just take like one person that no one yes. person to like push your stuff to like the moon cosmetics right i feel like it only took she blew up yeah she blew up and like you know you see on her instagram how she's just like making millions of dollars like Selling like a day in the day, you know. So I feel like when you see that, it's kind of like inspiring to be like, okay, don't quit. Right now, it might not be the right time, but you gotta push forward. Mm-hmm. Mine's is similar in business. I obviously do web design, branding, and all that kind of stuff, and it's difficult to. I want to target specific types of clients, and so. It's more so like higher paying clients, not clients that want to give me tons of pushback or like clients who are looking for a website for like a hundred dollars. I don't, that's not me. Like I, it's kind of like with your skincare. Like if you feel like you're doing quality work, you want to charge what you want to charge and you don't want people to be like, well, I can go to Walmart and get some tree hut. Okay. We'll go. Okay, get we'll some- go. Bye. Go get you some tree hut. Because that's not... Yes. (laughs) I'm not doing it. So that's how I feel. Like, people be like, oh, well, I don't want, like, $1,000. That's too much for a website. I'm like, actually, that's not a... deal. It's a deal. It's not a lot. But I don't expect people, especially people who are new into business, to, Mm -hmm. like, be able to afford that. So I am understanding on that part. But then also, I want a lot of people to, like, understand the worth of the services that I provide because then it's like not doing me any justice by downplaying what I'm giving to you Mm -hmm. so that is that that's it's a representation of you so that yes yes. when I have done like websites in the past people come to me and they give me like these trash products photos (laughs) or like logos that are not good and I'm like "Eh, I don't really want to use that because Although you are paying me for the service, when the website is done or the branding is done, it's a reflection on me. Yes. If yes, it don't look good, and I don't Regardless, know who it is. Yeah, like know or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I didn't. I don't. I don't got time to be like, oh, I didn't take those photos. Like, oh, I didn't make that logo. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to be correcting people because, like you said, the whole thing most of the time come back to the business owner. So, right. Hmm. I'm still working on mine, but my brain is as long as as long as you work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we are done with our questions. That was fun. So next topic, and I already asked her if we could talk about this. So we are going to talk about 
Kaylin had a brain tumor, y'all. Look at her. Does she one. look like she had a brain tumor? And no, and she don't. <laughs> so I seen it on Instagram and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It made me scared, girl, because I'm <laughs> I'm not playing. I think I said to my husband, I told my husband about you, I was like, listen, do I need to go get checked out? Because I always yes. I'm not playing. My head, like not lately, but at one point, my head was hurting all, all the time. time. Like, yes. just out of nowhere. Like, these pounding headaches. I couldn't walk or nothing. And then when I went to the doctor, they were like, oh. Like, not because my legs physically couldn't work. But, like, mm-hmm. every step I take, it was, it was too much. It was yep. just too much. And so, only thing that would help is, like, me to just, like, go to sleep. Like, no medicine yes. would help. Nothing. Yes. And so, when I went to the doctor, they're like, oh, cluster headaches. Like, that's what it sounds like. Sounds like migraines. We can give you, you know, something for it, which I never took the medicine for it, but that's neither here nor there because I'm one of those type of people complain and just sit there and suffer. <laughs> but go ahead. Tell us. Okay. Um, I'm going to make a long story short. I was in the 10th grade playoff game. Um, me and this girl went up for a header. The girl was bigger than me, um, and she came when she we were coming down, she came down on top of me, and I hit my head first. So I was taken out of the game because soccer? of that. Yeah, okay. soccer. And um, the next day, I went to get a what is it? CAT scan, MRI, like a CT scan, or MRI, and for the concussion. And that's what they were looking for. They were checking for, and they were like, mm, <laughs> "Do you know that you have this?" And um, it was a tumor on my brainstem, and we were like, "That's crazy!" Because that's not even why you were there. (laughs) What what the hell? What's going on? So me, I'm in the tenth grade. I'm like, okay, can I go play in the game tomorrow? I didn't care about whatever was being said. So fast forward, I meet with a doctor, Doctor Sampson. Shout out to you. Um, and he was just like, we're just gonna have to watch and wait because we don't know how it's going to act. So I was like, okay, cool. Got through 11th, 12th grade without anything, freshman year, sophomore year of college without anything. And then I, um, started having like headaches and I got a MRI again and there was like bleeding around the tumor and, the doctor again he was just like we're just gonna have to wait because we don't know like what's causing this bleeding etc and so forth so fast forward to me graduating about maybe a year after i graduated i had a stroke (laughs) at school i used to be a teacher i had a stroke at school and um i went to go get checked out and this was like at the height of the pandemic. So everything was starting to shut down. And they were like, okay, well, we can't move right now. We can't do anything right now. So we're going to patch this up for now and we'll get back to you. So months went by. And then um, my ear doctor called and he was like, hey, I'm Dr. Such and Such. Um, I just want to introduce myself before the surgery. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh? And he was like, you're having surgery, right? I said, they said that we couldn't do it. 
And he was just like, well, maybe you need to talk to your neurologist because it's on the 7th. It was July 1st. So in a few days. Yes. And I was like, I was just sitting disbelief. I didn't say anything. I hung up, called um, my doctor, and he was just like, yeah, um, they told you before we could tell you. So um, went through that, had the surgery. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember much of anything. I remember being in the room and they were giving me some saline and um, the the doctors introduced themselves, whatever. And I remember them telling me to, can you slide on the table? And that was it. So I woke up, didn't have no hair. It was dark. Did they shave your whole head? Yes. Because I don't, you can't see it now, thank God, but my incision goes like, it's like a weird shape. Okay. And I was like, I don't want half of my head. <laughs> so I want half of my hair shaved. And not, yeah, so I just shaved the rest of it. Um, Went home and recovered for quite a while. But, you know, me, I knew that I needed to get a job. Cause I was teaching and I was just like, well, if I don't have a job, I'm gonna have to wait another year to get a job. So I didn't want it. So I interviewed for um, a campus. They hired me. Luckily, the students were in person. weren't in person. Okay. So I was able to get in the hang of it, but I couldn't drive for about four months. And I remember it being a really lonely time. Um, people that I thought were going to be there were not. People that knew for years that this was coming, where were they? I don't know. Um, those people are not a part of me anymore, but um, it's just, that's where Mahina came in. I started like formulating that to when I had all that idle time because I mm-hmm. couldn't do anything else. If I wasn't Awake, I was asleep. I would sleep for like 12, 14 hours a day and still be dog tired. And yeah, it was, it was traumatic, but it was well needed because yeah. it helped me understand that you need you. People are temporary. You need you. You need to trust yourself. You need to um lean on your family more you need to lean on god more you need to just be you and do you um so i don't think that i made that important um prior to that so i guess that was my biggest lesson was that i needed me the most and i did so that was a lot. I left out a lot of stuff. But, but still, it's like you straight, straight to the point. Yeah. yeah. So when you had the surgery, like, did you, were you at the house by yourself? Did you? No, I had to, I had to um, break my lease and you I had paid. to continue to pay for the rest of the lease because they didn't believe me. And I'm like, dude, I got all the receipts. What are we doing here? But again, forget them. Um, I had to move back. That's home. crazy. Yes, they they really didn't believe me and they didn't care. So 
I had to move back home because I needed a caregiver. I got really skinny. Um, and then I got put on steroids. I got really fast. <laughs> and um, my current things would be um, I have double vision still. I don't know. I don't think it's going to go away, to be honest. Um, my nerves are like dead. I can't really feel. You know. So are those just like side effects from the surgery? Yes, I didn't have those prior to. But they told, did they, I'm sure they told you like prior to the surgery, like, oh, like. Some risk, yeah. You know, which is like, you got to do it. You got to do what I got to do because yeah. it had been bleeding for a long time and then it stopped. And they're like, we need to get in there before it started in because it wouldn't be safe. Okay. And they were going to go like straight to the back, yeah. back here. But it was unsafe. I don't know why. So they went through my ears. So Maybe I don't. It's like closer to the spine or something. I think so too. Like I didn't really understand why they didn't do this approach, but mm-hmm. um, they went through my ear. So in this ear, I can't really hear well, and it's weird. I feel like a cyborg. Like if me leaning next, like if I'm plugging in something, I can like hear the electrical currents. It's so weird. I feel like a cyborg. Okay, but at least you're alive. Yes. Praise God. Thank you, God. Okay. Well, <laughs> so y'all just heard that story. So how like mentally, how does like it affect you now? Are you just like, oh, yeah. I don't think I didn't, I didn't. I don't think I realized it that I went through it until about maybe six months ago where it dawned on me. One day I was like running outside and I was like, oh my gosh, I had my head cut open and I am breathing and walking and I'm driving now. I wasn't driving for months. I felt like I was on lockdown. (laughs) But um, at the time, mentally, in shambles it was a really tough time really tough time for me because you know as a woman you lose your hair yeah i mean i got really skinny i lost the body um i had a a really ugly incision and it made my eye like really swollen because it started right here Mm -hmm. and i just felt i didn't feel like myself i don't know who i was when i looked in the mirror i'm like who are you what were you doing? Like, what happened? I felt like I didn't have anything. I couldn't drive where I wanted to. I couldn't eat what I wanted to because I couldn't really cook anything. So during that time, mentally, I was definitely in the trenches. But now I am inspired by myself, if that makes sense. It does. Because I would be, <laughs> all I did was have a baby and I'm just like... Y'all can't tell me nothing, period. Like, look what I did. That's beautiful, though. (laughs) Because some people don't come from that. Like, it's so many complications in that as well that, you know, it's an accomplishment regardless. So, I'm going to say that I'm glad that I went through it because I needed it. Yeah. I don't know who I would be right now if I didn't go through that, you know. And it helped, I guess... I wouldn't say repair, but help me come closer with my family. And um, that made all the difference. But it did make me feel like I couldn't 
make friends anymore. Like I didn't really trust anybody. I was hurt. Okay, because of the people. I was so hurt. Yes, that hurt hurt me the most. I think because I'm just like, dang, I'm there for y'all all the time, mm-hmm. and y'all knew straight up that this was coming. Y'all knew a year ago, two years ago, three years ago that this was coming, and when it's here, what are we doing? So. I'm cold. That's crazy. Are you cold? Because I am too. I told my husband oh, when I first got in here. I'm like, oh, it's cold. <laughs> and I got to use like no sleeves on. But mm-hmm. that's crazy because like that just makes me think. I that was last week. I was talking to my daddy about like relationships and friendships in general. In general, and I think that people it's strange. And I also was talking to the girl who did my hair, Bria, and mm-hmm. I told her it's weird how people don't comprehend relationships. I think when people think about relationships, they think of it as like romantic mm-hmm. and like, that's it. That's what a relationship is. But it's, it's like, no, it. it's not just romantic. Like you have to have a relationship with your the friends, time, like yeah. with your parents, with your siblings. And the relationship has to be platonic. Like it has to be kind of how you were saying, like when you want people to remember you as like, um, like what did you say, girl? My memory is bad. It's Somebody, okay. <laughs> like it's going, it's what it's similar to what. We're yeah, talking about I just now. want people to be like, yeah, she she was a writer, so yeah. I need to be a writer for my other people to keep. Yeah, that so that I feel like people don't understand that relationships have to be platonic and like they have to be mutual. And it's weird because people can't don't be on the mutual. And I think that people don't. I don't know why I think it's so weird because it's. These days that we living in right now, people are not. What is the word I'm looking for? They don't care. Like you can be friends with somebody today, and like people that you've been friends with for years, and then something happens. Yeah, and they Mm -hmm. think it's like it's a disposable relationship, and so you have to get to the point to where you like building relationships with intention. Yes. Intention. So, for example, like I have a friend that I've been friends with her since fifth grade and mm-hmm. you know we went to college we went to high school with each other she also was a cheer she went to unt she was a cheerleader okay. and just like in recent times you know we talked or whatever and we're like you know what we are gonna make time for our friendship at least one time a month like on sundays okay. we're gonna go hang out go That's have brunch go and talk have put in the effort to have a relationship because Absolutely. it's easy to be like, oh, I'm friends, like we're friends, but then like I don't see you, I don't, we don't talk to each other, and it's like, so are we really friends? Yes, and that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> like, are we? Yeah. Like it should be the feeling should be mutual. Yeah, and sure. I feel like if you are the type of friend, like you said, you ride or die, like you have your friends back, you do this for them, you do that for them, like you want that to be reciprocated with out of shout over that like you want to mm-hmm. know for a fact like okay these are my friends i can trust them and going back to like intention like what do you want from the friendship what do you want yes. from the relationship in general so like even with my one-year-old i'm trying to be more intentional with him <laughs> like okay That's at this important. time like i'm with you all day but I'm working all day, so like it's kind of like, oh, I'm holding you. You want me to yeah. hold you, but I'm not actually giving yeah. you attention. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm okay. I have to make time in the day to where my focus is him. Like, my intention is to let's do activity time. Like, let's get the markers out. Like, let's play with yeah. your blocks. Let's do this. Otherwise, like, 
you just be skating on by and time flying and you're like, it's a what is this relationship? Mm-hmm. And I think people have this confusion also that time. Right. Because equals, I, equals yeah. like relationship. Oh, we've been like, I've been knowing you for 15, 20 years. And I'm like, and? So, <laughs> and I just got to that point. It's like, okay, and? Like, just because I've known you for this long period of time doesn't mean that you consider me as your friend and then right. vice versa. And right. you don't have to. And I feel like once you get, I, my dad was saying, like, once you get to the point in your life where you can pinpoint, okay, like, we friends? Oh, we friends. Cool. Like, everybody right. is on the same page about what type of friends y'all are. Mm-hmm. Like, are we the type of friends that... I can text you and we text all day or we can call each other and stay on the phone with each other for hours. Every friendship is not like that. Every relationship is not like that. Right. And so I think whenever you're able to pinpoint like what type of relationship you have with people and then you know what to expect. And that goes like into dating too. It does. And I don't understand. It's not even, I don't know. I'll be like, maybe I just be, I think different than people. (laughs) But to me, Relationships are not as hard as, as people, people make them. I feel like if you go into a relationship, let's just talk about significant others. You go into the relationship and you tell that person, like, this is what I want. Are you able to Can you me? do it or not? <laughs> Can you do it or not? Like, for a man and the man and the woman, if both of y'all go in from the beginning, from the jump, stating what your, stating what your intentions are, what you desire from the relationship... Versus like going in, playing these little games, and yes. then all of a sudden, like two it's months down, a, two months down the road, you'd be like, actually, like I'm not ready to settle down. I'm like, why waste people's time? Like, why would you do that? And I feel like women and men do that. Women kind of like date around, and they have no intentions on marrying somebody, no intentions yes. on like actually date. They want to have fun, but they are expecting all of these things, right? Instead of just being like, oh. No, you know, like the big thing with like Lori Harvey and yeah. <laughs> Michael B. You know, everybody's like, oh, yes. she's 25. She's having fun. Mm-hmm. Let her explore, date around, explore. And which obviously none of us are in the inside of their relationship. So we don't know what it was that right. made them break up. But, you know, it was said that he <laughs> wanted something like more serious and she didn't. And so I'm like, that's the times where like at the beginning, Yes, that should have been established. Established, like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm however old he is, 30 something years old. I'm looking for a forever partner. Like, I'm not here to be just taking you out and then we break up. Like, no, I'm with you for the long haul. It's right. like, discuss it, people. Say what you want from the beginning, whether mm-hmm. it's friendships with girls, friendships with boys, relationships, like talking to your parents, your siblings. Yes. Be more intentional and communicate. Like people do not communicate, and I think the pandemic messed us up. You think? Um, it messed us up worse because we were just in the house, in the house bored. Like we were just on social media. Of course, people maybe talked on social media, but were we seeing each other and spending time with each other? Nope. No, and, and that was a, like a, a long month. Time. Are we two years in it? child anyway <laughs> yeah, two years sliding into well more than two years because that happened in the beginning of 2020 yes so we 
Ooh, sliding into 2023. Yeah, so it was like a long time of just like not seeing people, and then you get it, and then it becomes a habit of like, oh, I've been talking to you through Facetime. We can just keep doing that. Yes, (laughs) I noticed it the most with kids when I was teaching, and the kids came back from being in pandemic. They did not know how to socialize Socialize. and be around each other, and how to talk to each other. I'm like, why are y'all talking to each other crazy, and y'all don't know each other? But that's just the effect of being in the home all the time. And maybe that's how your parents talk to you. That's how your other siblings talk to you. So <laughs> you can, it it goes all the way down to the little kids. You can tell, like even pandemic babies, they kind of standoffish. They kind of like, mm, I'm not used to all these folks. Yeah, because my baby is definitely <laughs> secluded. Like I, we don't. Mm-hmm. My we had his one year checkup, and his doctor was like, not because he was acting standoffish, because I don't think he really is for the most part. But his the doctor was like, oh, like do you take him to the park? Does he have any friends that are his age? And I'm like, no. Like I'm his friend. His daddy is his friend, and our dog. Mm-hmm. And then when we go to East Texas to see like my parents and stuff, like. Yeah. But other than that, he don't see nobody, and unless we go to like the store or something, I feel mm-hmm. bad. I'm like, okay. <sighs> he needs to get some friends. I don't want him to be isolated and socially awkward. That's tough too. Though. And I could just put him in daycare, but then I'm like, ill. That's a whole different. <laughs> that's a whole different spectrum. And I don't even have no kids. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't. Mm, one is nasty. Two, can I trust y'all to watch my kid? Like I watch him because I'm like, yes. Zombie. You want the same care? Yeah, I'm on him like. What is it? White on rice. White on rice. All, yes. All day. Every time I see him, what you doing? What's that? Get that out your mouth. Stop it. Sit down. Quit. All day. Every day. He probably mm-hmm. is like, girl. She don't let me breathe. <laughs> it's to the point now to like, if he has something that he knows he's not supposed to have, he already do this. He just automatically, here you go. He At just least bring he it. Knows. To, he just bring it to me. Like, I'm not supposed to have it. Let me just go ahead and give it to you. Thank you. And I'm just like, thank you so much. Um, then I feel bad because I'm like, oh, is he like this because... Because <laughs> I I'm, stay on him. Because I'm on him all day. Because uh, I don't want to be yeah. that helicopter mom that's like makes him like timid and afraid to do stuff. Because mm-hmm. I told... Before he kind of walked down, but I'm like, missing around on me, he ain't going to be walking till he forward. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> because I would... <laughs> Prior to us moving here, it was like a fireplace at our old house. And I'm always just mm-hmm. like, no, be still. Like, get him. He probably would be walking by now had I not stunted his growth mm-hmm. from the moment, like the crawling period. But that's irrelevant. So, y'all got her story about her brain tumor. And mm-hmm. look at her. Her hair is Oh, yeah. I said that when I cut my hair, I was like, I'm not going to grow it loose. I'm going to get locks. I love them. So, I love thinking about it. Okay. You should. Like, it's like the best thing. And I used to have to, like, maintain it and stuff. But, like, the you actual do. thought, like, of, like, the actual, like, my hair in its natural state, I hate it. Like, I don't hate it's my tough. hair. I just don't yes. want to comb the through okay. it. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. It. It's also a journey, though. Like, when I, I first know. got them, I was like, bro. But they grew I so much. Ugly. They do. They do. I'm like, a year and six months now. 
They so, grew a lot. <laughs> they grew really fast. Yeah. I didn't think my hair was going to grow back, to be honest, because it didn't for a while. And then it started, to, like, all of a sudden just fuzzy. Flourish. And I was like, okay, here we go. But this was definitely a journey, like, growing out locks, because I didn't, on top of me not feeling like myself from the surgery and now i have a new style that i have to commit to because i have commitment issues sometimes um that whole year was tough but it really made me value me at my rawest points like oh this is what you're gonna look like when you wake up this is what someone else is gonna see when they wake up with you. So you need to be comfortable with it. You need to be comfortable with your body. I couldn't work out for at least a good year. And I was soft, like I was soft. And I was on steroids, girl. <laughs> um, so I had to be okay with that Fair rawness. And as they grew, I was learning more about myself, becoming more, I wouldn't even say confident. The confidence is just now kind of peeping itself around the corner. I would say just being okay with Kaylin and not trying to conform to a certain look, you know, a certain trend. I'm not gonna lie, I was that person. I'm like, dang, I need to do this. I need to do this to my hair. I need to change these clothes. But that's just the constant not knowing my identity from high school. So I'm 27 now and just really finding out who I am and being appreciative of who I am. It's a journey, girl. It really is. I, I love think it. I talked about that on my first, like on the first episode. I, one of the first things I said was like, I'm still trying to figure out who Demi is. Here I am, mm-hmm. 28, and I'm just like, yes. what do I actually like to do? Yes. I'm like, what have I been, <laughs> what have I been doing all these exactly. years? Like, what am I, am I passionate? Is there it's something like that blur. I'm, yeah. Like, is there something that I'm like super passionate about? Mm-hmm. No, there isn't really. Uh, and I, me too. I don't really have, com- I have commitment issues. Like outside of like the relationship that I'm in, like I joined from here to here to here to yep. here. That's why I was like, y'all at this podcast. <laughs> Stop! Don't be, <laughs> don't be shocked. Don't be surprised because I just wake up and be like, "No, oh, really, I'm not doing it no more." I was saying mm-hmm. I had to find somewhere to record. It's quiet because you just seen how people walk through there looking and talking. I'm like, anyway, you're ruining, right? Like go. And so that right, that little thing right there would detour me and be like, "Girl, just close the computer, turn the camera off." Next, yes, I'm not doing it no more. But I'm trying That's not mean. to be like that because. I want to do something, mm-hmm. stick with it, and like see it all the see way. See it grow, through. manifest. Yeah. Yes, that's why she's one of my gym accountability partners because yes. that's one of my things at the gym. I'm like, I can go for two weeks, mm-hmm. and then I right and be consistent, <laughs> and then fall. Oh, just, and then here it is, six months later, I lost nobody's weight. I probably gained some weight, and. I'm like, I have to, I got to grow out. I got to grow up and grow out of that, yeah. which has nothing to do with age. It's just discipline. And I, I don't, I don't like discipline. Mm-hmm. But then also it's like, I do want to get to the point to where you got to be comfortable with yourself. Like you are you and that's, that's it. it. You only get you. And exactly. if you're not comfortable with yourself, like you can't. Like, if you don't love yourself, you can't expect the people around you to love you, to respect you, and 
I'm just like, yeah, I need to love myself where I'm at now, but then also, girl, go to the gym because you need to look It feels certain. good, too, And though. yeah, when I do go, I'm like, oh, like I, t- I go in, I'm like, I just had such a great workout. Like, I feel good. I feel exactly. refreshed. Like, I actually have energy, more energy. Exactly. And I want to, like, let me go do something else. Like, what else can I do? Yeah, it, it, it motivates you to yeah. try other things as well. So, hopefully, we can stay consistent in the gym because I got goals I gotta be fine by the right. time I'm 30 I got two years less than two years to get my life together and get a flat stomach but in the meantime I keep telling myself the stomach is the stomach like, and it is what it is <laughs> you gonna get what you get it is what it is but y'all that is it for this episode I'm so glad I had my first guest thank you for having me Thank you I for really, it's I, my first time being on a podcast. I, I like it. Instagram and I was like, somebody be on my podcast this week. And she was just like, I'll do it. I'm like, great. Because I have, going back to like, <laughs> yes, what we were saying about like, uh, not being like the type of person to be like, hey, mm-hmm. let's hang out. Because I feel like when you grown, Shoot, it's your weird. friend shot us hard. Yes. It's like, uh, is this person going to be like, girl, no, you we too old. <laughs> like, no. But I'm like, you know yeah. what? We kind of be chit chatting back and forth on Instagram anyway. So I'm like, hey, I've been meaning to ask you if you wanted to hang out. Last week I went to brunch with my friend Club, which I've been knowing mm-hmm. her forever. But then somebody like I've been knowing mm-hmm. for a long time, but like never in person. And I invited her and I was like, I told my husband, like, what's this great? Like I met somebody for the first time today. Well, it feels for the good. first time. Like and I feel like usually women can kind of just like unless you're super catty, yes. then you can't. But like women who have like pure intentions and are just genuinely nice people, it's like not hard to exactly converse. Like it it's just like a together. yeah, it just all flows. So mm-hmm. we were there for five hours at brunch. That's just, a good time. Yeah, <laughs> that's Talking a really good time. I was like you've been gone that long, and I was, and I had fun talking to somebody different. Yes. So. Yes. Because I like to, like, I think when you talk to other people, you get to see, like, what other people think versus, like, the same old, like, same old thing. Like, even my husband, like, I've been knowing my husband for a long time. So, like, just talking to him, mm-hmm. I'm good at Yes, because you know. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, eh, he ain't, he, and he probably tired of listening to what I'm talking about anyway. <laughs> what I'm talking about anyways, at this point, so I'm like, yeah, you need something fresh, something new. So, anyway, like I said, this is the end of the podcast and we hope y'all enjoyed this this will be posted sunday at noon so every sunday at noon i will have a new episode maybe kayla will want to be my co-host or something one day i'm gonna be fun maybe so okay you never know you might see me again okay because i'm like i need a co-host because it's weird I feel that I tried the YouTube thing and I was like, I need somebody to like say I need something. interaction. <laughs> somebody to say something back to me because exactly. like, I need other opinions. But I tried to get my husband and I am going to get him on here. However, it will not be a video version. He has agreed to only do audio versions. So you will only hear him on Spotify and <laughs> Apple Podcast and RSS. And those links are in my bio on Instagram. So, yep, that's all. Bye. See you. Peace out.